0: Those in government tend to become aware of just how far people remain ignorant of how the federal government really functions behind the scenes, and are compelled to feel confident in thinking they are serving the public, securing the nation, and generating progress. So the attitude becomes endemic. Ignore the naysayers and those who are paying attention to the way things are now, they are thinking. Because once everything they are doing pays off, and things go back to normal, then I will be given credit for this. And this is precisely why being driven by convictions is supposed to work. Just keep pressing and eventually things will turn around. And this keep pressing literally means trillions of dollars spent in ways that we can only dream about, because very little of it are we actually aware of but they aren't concerned beyond how what they do influences whether they win elections. We have no idea how much the government is spending on buying goods and purchasing homes, because all it is doing to encourage people to buy goods and purchase homes by offering tax breaks and low interest rates, along with a number of other things which have not been present at other times. Thus, we should not be surprised to find improvements given the total commitments of money made not only by the U.S. government, but by other governments worldwide. The question remains not whether flooding the economy with money will bring transitory growth, but what will the situation be like if this money were removed? In other words, it is like utilizing a credit card during a period of unemployment, figuring that it is only until you get another job, at which point you'll be able to pay it off. So the question is, just how much can we afford, and on top of this, there has always existed the matter of what happens when we go from building up increased debt, which bolsters economic growth, to when we have to go in reverse direction and begin to pay it off. The view of governments seemed to be that the concern about paying it off is no real concern at all, that the government can and will assure perpetual growth through the control of its spigots. If not merely to give the impression that we are prosperous, they believe it will all turn out all right in the end, and that the more action they take, the better it must be making the situation, and that the more action they take, the better it must be making the situation. But even if it does, for whom, and according to whose ideological perspective, merely those in power? Are we headed for a future where politics is going to be the avenue which determines what we believe and what we accept and who we are? Sometimes it is important to get into the psychology of the president, so as to understand what he was facing and why he might have done what he did, and although I am not privy to precisely what was going on, it is not too difficult to not only imagine what the motives were for such actions, but likewise, that there would have been no one with the incentive or the ability to have an impact upon markets but the President of the U.S. himself. And by my own assessment, from the President's own words, is that he interpreted the stock market decline in August of 2011 to be the result of politics, and thus he was motivated to not allow politics to derail the recovery one which by this point he was all ready to take credit for in the coming year, as his presidential campaign went into full swing. And how could the president have gone before the American people in 2012 and successfully won re-election if the Dow was running close to 9,000 and the economy was back in recession? So we can presume that he believed that everything he was facing was the result of two things, politics at home, and the European crisis abroad. Thus, the president had his mind set upon two goals. Prevent politics from derailing the recovery, and prevent the European crisis from derailing the recovery. But how would a president do such a thing, especially when it looked then that all options had not only been tried, but were likewise exhausted? The Federal Reserve was only going ahead with Operation Twist and any stimulus money which might be available would take months to turn the economy around, while equity markets were facing crash conditions within the next few weeks. The thing the president appears to have done is to put aside any view that anyone might have had that governments should not tamper with or control stock markets, or in other words,